0: It's not every day that I get to sit down with a hero of mine, a gentleman that played a, a brand of football which was exciting to play against, to watch and also just know how great he is. Today we are joined by Mr. Thabo Mgomeni who played for Cape Town Spurs, Amtata Bucks, Orlando Pirates and played 37 times for the national team. We are happy on the whistle today to say welcome, Mr. Tabo uh, Thank you, thank you, madam. Tabo, let's get straight sure, into man. it. I hated going to Amtata Parks to play, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your time in Amtata. It wasn't a very fashionable team, but what we knew uh-huh. at the time, it was a team that players wanted to play for and enjoyed in playing in.
1: Hey. Oh, well my man. Um, uh, that's a two that's a true thing I mean. That's a fact that um I really enjoyed my uh, stay in the bush parks, uh, even my play. Um I think uh, it's because firstly um I felt like um I was at home. Since I'm a closer speaking guy. And our pitch it it was the fact that uh, our pitch was a different pitch for from all these other pitches that we used to play in uh it was uh hard bumpy uh, and uh, and the weather there it was very hot eh? it's like playing in Vanda most of the time right eh? uh and and we knew that most of the teams that are coming there they are afraid um they could not uh, they could enjoy playing the, uh, there. Than, other, other than the pitch, our style of playing, uh, um, we, we, we understood each other as players, the, the um uh the Twins, the Mukais, I, I don't know whether you still remember, Brendan oh, Silent.
0: Listen, I remember uh, the Mukais brothers very, entering,
1: very well. Uh, the Tsepo uh, uh, I'm telling you, um, it was like it was easy playing there because the effect of when the ball goes to any to any player, you could anticipate what was the next move, where where you must go. You understand? So it was easy to play for, and the, the fans, my man. I'm telling you. I'm sure. I'm sure you also knew that you could cheer. You could cheer them, and especially when you are losing. When you, maybe when you are cold down, there was a song that they used to sing there when we are cold down. I'm telling you, that used to touch us eh? and give us a, and that, that extra energy, and I'll get mad, even if though I've not been. They kept in at that time. But uh, I used to bring the guys together and tell them, hey, we can't lose here. Let huh? us play what we you know. You know, so it was a it, it was a lovely experience there, I mean.
0: You know, when people think back at that team, and you mentioned a uh-huh. few names there. You meant you mentioned the Mukai brothers, you mentioned Brendan Silent, you mentioned Mark Anderson, Tsepo Zwane. These you know, are good, good legend players that went on to make a big name in the game. What attracted you guys to Amtata? Because it was away from more inland, not at any of the big cities. So what Uh attracted you to that team? So many good players.
1: I I don't know about the other players, uh, but for me, um, Transkai helped me in a way. Um, as as uh, I have told you that I'm from Cape Town, and you know us here in Cape Town, how's life in the location. Um, transky helped me a lot in terms of um, finishing my high school and career. Uh-huh. So um, I studied there, my standard nine and my uh, and, uh, metric. And I'm sure if I was here in Cape Town, I, was go- I wasn't going to finish school. So, um, I don't know about the other guys, but me, hey, I was taken about uh, by Sturu. At that time, I was playing for Mining Rangers. Did you know that I was playing for Mining Rangers?
0: Well, you know, (laughs) uh, Tabo, I only saw when I was doing some research on you, you were playing Uh for Rangers, but you weren't there at the time when I was there.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was only there for six months, eh? And then Sturu came. Actually, um, he kidnapped me (laughs) because they just came into my room um, uh, with four other guys. And then they told me that they have come to fetch me. And then I, I was shocked that they, how can a person just come and tell me that he has come to fetch me? Then they said, no, you are going to come tomorrow. I said, ah, well, I didn't take that into my mind. Tomorrow morning I went to the training session when I come back, they were there in, my front, in front of my flat. Ow. I entered, they entered, they asked me where my clothes. I pointed them now in that wardrobe. They went into the wardrobe, they took my clothes, they pegged them. That's how I left the Mining Rangers. So, so let's I, get I this was, clear. I was kidnapped in the world.
0: <laughs> so
1: you weren't in a position
0: where the teams spoke, the owner just came and got you. I'm telling you. You know that can't happen now in this day and and and, (laughs) age. Did you know how much they were going to pay you, did you know how long
1: your contract was? Exactly. That's the thing. I left there without knowing anything, without discussing anything. Everything was discussed in front in front and in front. When, I, when I met the um, the elders there, that team was, was almost, or it was owned by the elders, about five elders there. The father of Storopasia and the other elders. I've so never when had- I went there, yeah, so when I went there, they said they did they said, hey, you my son, uh, we want you here and we are not going to live here. We he want you to play for us. I said, oh, well, and then about the salary, they asked me what I want. Then at, at, at that time, uh, I was just enjoying to play football but I knew that I had to support my family in a way. Then I just told them that, no, man, you know what? You tell me um, what I should earn, but uh, one thing that I want to tell you, I want to play. So as you you can see that I want to play, and then I'd love you also to just uh, applaud me, just give me a raise when you see that uh, I'm entitled to get this amount of money. And really, that, that is what happened. Because you must understand that Rangers I was ending around about uh, 1,200. So when I went there, at least I started with 1,008, uh, which was something new for me. Because where, where I came from Cape Town Spurs, I was earning uh, 500 other players. They were ending around about 4,000 something, five at that time i was a lowest paid player so i enjoyed myself there in charge.
0: well i'm going to tell you my salary my salary <laughs> uh, was my salary was 900 rand and but wow. i was at university at the time no family yeah. no expenses i think i was the richest man at university <laughs> <laughs> you know all my yeah, money so, was just for Enjoying myself uh, going to trading, so I, I loved it. But Tabu, that's such a that's such a fascinating story. So you start playing for uh um, Tata box, you start having a very, very good career, and I'm talking I'm high-level football. Like I remember us traveling to Amtata, and we had to play you guys in a game, and you were absolutely fantastic, you know, when they talk about the midfielder going box to box, and
1: controlling then you're the fit, game. My man, telling you.
0: I'm telling you, fitness, yeah. Baba Boobacall. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you, I couldn't understand your level of fitness. <laughs> then Orlando Pirates come calling. Tell us about
1: that. Sure. Uh well, at, at first they thought that uh, I where I'm going where I'm going, I'm, I'm thinking that I'm going to play. Uh that's a big team where I'm going to. But I told them, no man, I'm, I'm terrible. I know that I'm going to play. I'm going to fight for my place. Uh, just let me go, then I'll show you. And then I went there. Hey, and One thing I can tell you, my man, when you come from uh, other places, my man, it's difficult for you in trouble. Um so Some players that you didn't like it, uh, maybe they think that I was going to take their place. But there were those few players that um, welcomed me, uh especially to Missani and Robin. Uh but I could feel on the first day of my training session that day, hey, um some of them they didn't want to pass me the ball, but I noticed that very quick. Then I adopted to another thing. When they don't pass me a ball, definitely I'll just uh, I'll just defend when they are losing it. And 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 pass as the, pass the the ones that they don't want to pass me the board. So eventually, um, I arrived at Parade, I think it was Wednesday. Uh, my first training session was on Thursday. Uh, on the last training session day on Friday, I know I noticed that when they when they called my name to go to the camp, everybody was amazed. There was even a sound that mm. And then I told myself, "Oh, uh, this is my chance. Uh, whoever that was playing that position, he must forget." And then when I when they announced the first eleven again, I, I was in the first eleven. Then I said, "Oh, uh, no, they must forget. I'm in now." Then uh, I knew that uh, football. Um, I, I was confident that uh, my abilities, that uh, football is around. It doesn't matter whether you are from Joburg or anywhere. I had that mentality that uh, no one is better than me. I'm the toughest. Uh, as you know, that as Rastas, we like to... <coughs> <coughs> sorry. We like to... Um, you have got to say that we are the toughest. Anything that you can do, I can do it better. So that used to drive me a lot. So, uh, first game, from the first game that I played on that, um, that weekend, I was never in a sideline again. I played all the games unless that I'm injured.
0: So, you you, you didn't just have it easy when you got there, um, which supporters sitting on the sideline wouldn't have known of the difficulties that you had when you got to Pirates because it just looked like you fitted like um, hand in glove, you know, like a perfect marriage. But you had Uh difficulties there, but you didn't doubt yourself. Um, uh,
1: Definitely you must understand that I'm coming from Cape Town, right? Um, and I was the only black guy in the team. So um, these things have been often uh, um, not been wanted uh, it's in my blood. Uh, nothing not, nothing can uh, take away my my gift you, you, you understand. and then the players they were few and then in the supporters those are many people and then the uh, supporters they cheered me a lot. I think they are the ones that helped me in a way uh, in in all of my career. And especially the Pirates, uh, they could see that uh, maybe others, they knew what what I'm bringing for Pirates. Because From the first whistle, they cheered me on.
0: Watching watching you play for Orlando Pirates was a joy. I'll tell you that now. Mm -hmm. You played some of the best football I saw. You, as I said, the box to box midfielder that you watch here in England, the Steven oh, Gerard, the Frank Lampards, though you were doing that and you were doing that consistently at a at a young time. So you start doing well at pirates. Can you think of some games at Pirates or a particular game where you were really outstanding and you thought, yo, you're free to sing Can you oh. think of one?
1: Uh ah, maybe definitely one will be the one that we drew in uh in and uh, against Sundance, the 3-3. Um I, I think it was a very tight game uh and uh we were losing uh, about uh two two first half we were lo- we were down two nil and then I called the guys up uh and told them that hey, the, the plan that we were given uh by the coach at the time is not working. Uh, can't we try and uh use our own discussion and uh, play our own uh we adapt to the game? And our role was nobody's going to kick the ball um more than 40 yards. Um, let us try and play a small game. Uh, since we understood that uh, if you can play uh, these small touches and uh, try and uh, beat them and try and minus a player and then that is when we are going to get the chance to score a goal and definitely we started to win that immediately we scored the goal after doing that uh, we ended up uh, at almost the finishing of the game where we were leading about 3-2. And then a the mistake, uh, I don't know who made the mistake. Uh, and then the uh, Sundowns, they equalized the 3 3. And I think my performance in that game, I, I could really feel that uh, um, I'm detecting the game. Um, I don't know the power that I had on that game. I, and uh, it was full. And it was a very important game, in, uh, especially for South Africa. Uh, I think that that was the game where those uh, officials of the World Cup were here uh, for the 2010 World Cup. Showman.
0: So you, you, you. I can remember this fixture. It was an important, historic game for us. And and the thing mm-hmm. is uh, it uh, it was in Durban where I was living at the time. Uh-huh. I remember it was a fantastic f- occasion. Then you get called up to the national team. In the national team is this European coach, Carlos Queros, <laughs> who comes on. Hey, and man. how did you and Carlos Queros work? Because looking from the sidelines, he uh, looked as a manager to enjoy the type of player you were. Tell us about your time working under him. Uh,
1: hey, One thing I can tell you, firstly... Um, at first, at um, that time that I joined you to look at the national team, there was a problem there in the national team. Eh? Um, I, I don't know whether it's still happening now. Uh, people that are important are the ones that are playing abroad. If you are playing locally, eh, you are taken as a, I don't know as what. So I was one of those players who were uh, play, playing locally. Um, but I had that heart that hey, even, uh, even if you are playing overseas, um, for me, it's the same, I'll give you, I'll make you work for the place um, to be in a, in, a first, in, a, in a first team, in the first line. So um, when Carlos came, he came on that era where, where we were ignored but you could see on the training session that hey Norman, uh, some of us that are playing locally, we are doing what he wants and what he likes. Uh, and then he he saw that uh, exactly in uh, w- w- when we were playing um, the Africa Cup of Nations in uh, in uh, Mali where we were put it on the bench, all of us uh, are the, the local players. I think it was uh, one player that, 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 that was in the starting lineup, I think it was Bell. So the first game we lost, the second game we lost and we were not playing. Uh, after the second game we lost, so in the past uh, we send sang, we sang, um, songs that were saying that uh, we also want to play, trying to pass a message that we also want to play. Uh, so I think he asked one of the technical staff guys that uh, what was happening there at the back of the pass. So they explained to him that uh, this is what we want. So when he we went into the hotel, he came into our rooms. We uh, spent about three hours with us. So we were telling him that uh, listen, your coach uh, now. Now that if you are losing here in this last game, we are the ones that are going to go home in South Africa. And then we have to answer there in South Africa that uh, what went wrong there in the African nation of, um, of uh, in the Afghan. So we asked him, please, please let us play so that we can answer questions there because all of the guys that are playing overseas, they are not going to go back into South Africa. From there, they're taking flights to to where they are playing abroad. So um, what I liked about that, um, on the last game, he put it, us in, the locals, us, Sumusi uh, Sozoma, Namvete, and I think luckily for us, we won the 3-1, and then guess who scored? It was us, the local players and that was the only win. Um, I think another thing that he liked, um, uh, I think I, I was the player who, who, who could go to a coach um, and tell him uh, how I feel or how, how the other players are feeling, and please correct that unless, uh, if you're not going to correct that, you're going to get a problem. I wasn't afraid to go and tell the and tell him that uh, this is the problem. And then you could see most of the time all the things that I used to tell him uh, um, that are problematic, he used to also see them that, hey, yeah, this is the way. Show me.
0: So I think, I think the coach deserves a lot of respect there because he took the opportunity to listen to you as players, and he said he spent three hours talking to you guys. Definitely, you know, and and listening to you because Definitely. very easy. I I I worked under a manager. You worked under Gordon Ingerson. I don't think he listened to us one day. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, you 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 have this conversation with him. He opens up. Then you start playing more for the national team. I remember you you started playing more. So did the culture change in the national team then?
1: Yeah, I I can say so he changed it. Um, Definitely um, he he tried now to open his eyes about the local players, uh, not getting into that trap of uh, just looking at the players that are being abroad uh, and trying to understand too, um, what is our culture of our football. Uh, I think it's the only coach that that I've played under, who's coming from abroad, uh, who tried and understand the way that uh, we play here in South Africa, and what is best for us uh, here in South Africa, what what are the tactical aspects that are good for us here in South Africa. Most of the coaches that are coming here, um, they like to come with that mentality that uh, they are coming here to teach us something. And then, uh, especially me, I used to hate that because you can't be taught and not pass. You mean to tell me that you are, we are, we are we are such a dumb nation that uh, if you have been taught something, you, you are not going to understand maybe in a year or two, how long does it take for a person to teach him something? So we, I think it was uh, one of the coaches that I think um, he really understood football, and uh, he wasn't propasty uh, that uh, the only way to play football was the way that he knows. So,
0: coming back now to what you've just told us about your admiration for the fact that he was he was a coach who was open, willing to listen to his players. Let's look at the situation in the current Bafana Bafana national team. Uh-huh. And let's go back to the comments of Hugo Bross uh, one month ago, where he spoke about South African players, their qualities. What did you take from that conversation he had on his media day, having played for the national team?
1: Hey. Okay, some, some of the other things that you said, um, I agree with him but the only thing that I wouldn't agree with him is the mentality that um, uh, most of the things, um, we have been crying about them all all along here in in South Africa as players. Uh, And what he was talking about, uh, most of the things could have been done by uh, South African coaches. Uh, There was nothing new that, he was, he, he, he was talking about other than that uh, I could feel in a way a little bit that he was a little bit uh, um, what's the word ignorant or, or stubborn in a way. Um, uh, I didn't like the way he spoke in terms of um, for me to notice that uh, we, we are like uh, we are like kids. I didn't. I, I didn't like that. That's the only thing that I didn't like.
0: So, so Tabo, let me let me just remind you of uh-huh. one of the things he said, and I'm sure, going to sure. read it to you.
1: Sure, sure.
0: He says that in the last 22 years, there's been no improvement in South African football, no. and it needs an emergency solution.
1: Uh-huh. Do you yeah. agree with that? I Definitely, I agree with that. Uh, there was, there was there, there, there's no improvement. Um, it really needs the South African and um, I think the South African uh, the people that are that are handling the national team um, to come up with another plan of doing things, or in terms of uh, selecting players, or come up with another plan of um, trying to improve uh, how we play. Um, here at home. Uh it looks like it looks like most of the players that are playing now um they are only playing for for positions which has to be selected in the first eleven other than uh being natural uh there's no more flair i think we are a nation that needs to play with flair that 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 is when we get the results. Uh, as you as you can notice that uh, we are not uh, a nation that has got uh, big players, tall players. So definitely we can't play the Europe the European way. We have to play the South African way. And uh, um, I think. I can agree with him on that. We haven't improved for many years. Okay, so Tao, yeah. In one place, yeah. Sure. So he says he said quite a lot, but I'm going
0: to tell you something else he's also said. So yeah, okay, we go. Okay, sure. And these are Hugo Prost, the national team manager's words. We don't have those quality players that are playing in Europe. Let's face the problem that the level of the PSL is not high enough. Percy Tao is one of the plays in South Africa, but he can't even succeed at Al-Athli. This is not good. What are your views on
1: those comments? Uh, hey. Yeah, most of the percentage I'll give it, uh, yeah, he, he, he is talking the truth in a way. Uh, at the moment, we don't even have, um, <coughs> sorry, we don't have uh, many players that are playing abroad, since uh, there's nothing that if you play abroad, you are a good player. And then the quality really in, uh, in our South African football, uh, it really needs something. Uh, and I think the other thing uh, that uh, plays a part in this, not developing, uh, in. know, uh, uh, not going forward, is this keep on uh, changing of uh, coaches in uh, in one season. You'll find the team changing coaches about four times in a season. Uh, I think those are the other things that are, uh, are killing our football. And uh, we've got a lot of coaches that are coming from different uh, countries abroad. So we have got a lot of philosophies that are being put in our heads in South Africa. So I, I think that also uh, creates a confusion. Uh, if you can uh, stick, I'm not saying I'm not saying we can't take coaches from abroad, but uh, if you can relate to, to on those on those days where where we said. Um, uh, South Africa were playing good football and was uh, and, and some, something like that. Most of the coaches on the teams that they were playing in, uh, in our league were South Africans. We had a uh, few coaches that are coming outside of South Africa. Uh, when we started to, to have money and uh, went for those coaches from uh, all over the world, I'm sure we are left on on getting a quote from China now. (laughs) I'm telling you. uh, That that brings mostly the confusion in our country. We don't have a a style now, a a philosophy that is this this South African style. Another thing that is killing us is um, if you can notice, since we have changed to this calendar of playing in summer. Uh, that that is another factor that is killing our boys. We are we are going to say that uh, they are not performing. They are not uh, improving. Not, they are not the same as the tables. The tables are playing in winter. We, football is a winter sport. But now here yeah, in our country, uh, football it's a summer sport. I'm telling you, it's not nice to play on um, 35 degrees. Um, we usually we usually say when you watch these uh, these this, uh, games from abroad, uh, hey, hey these guys are running, hey these guys are running all the way. You can't you you can't stop running when the temperature is minus three or is three. I'm telling you, you have to run. But when it's 35 degrees, I'm telling you, you take one run and the next time you won't take that run. I'm telling you. Very good so, point. So, 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 so those are the other things. I don't know who came with that uh, suggestion that we we should go with uh, the calendar of I don't know with the calendar of what, but that thing it really played against us. We should really think about it. So, my
0: I, I, I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, it benefits some and it's a disadvantage so, for others. So blended, yeah so much yes later, yes, so. yes so as i said to you on the whistle we love to listen to our supporters sure. so here's a few questions from the usasa uh, players that are just about to go into a national team tournament so here's our okay. first question
1: okay this is from uh mr the sosa from the university of western cape you also know that in taboo many uh uh, was a coach uh, in the eastern Cape and uh, I think he's also in the western Cape now so he's asking um, wow. this question is Mr. Tabungumini. I'm trying yeah. to find out uh, what made your career so sustainable over the years uh, at Orlando Pirates what were the things that you engaged in that made you such a consistent player and sustainable. Uh, to the team Orlando Pirates over the years? Hey, I think most of the things that um, drove me maybe to perform the way I performed, the the way you say I performed. Uh, I'm coming from Cape Town. Uh, Cape Town is another place for, for us who are coming from the locations, we are not given chances uh, to play um, for these big teams. Uh, so you must understand that uh, I'm, 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 I was playing there with that end, that I've, I've always on my whole career, I had to prove myself. So I think that does the drive. Um, and, uh, and then another thing is that um, uh, I grew up I grew up, knowing that uh, people that are playing football are from Chaubert. So when I grew up, I always told myself that, uh, no, man, it doesn't matter where you come from. Uh, football, a, a, a footballer is around, uh, I can play as them or better than them from Chaubert. So I always ha- had that thing of trying to prove that I'm better. Uh, Though I'm from Cape Town or Transkai or wherever, but I'm not from Joburg. I always said that thing in, in in every game that I'm going to play um there is that thing on my mind that these guys they like to think they are the only ones who can play and then uh maybe another thing is um uh, my style my style of life uh the kind of friends maybe you, you've got. Uh, uh, the people that are next to you, they are the other ones that help you. I was lucky to have a, a wonderful family, um, a wife that is strong. Um, I have a mother that support me the Lord. Uh, I think those are the things that makes a person to to continue what he's doing at his utmost best lifestyle it's another thing lifestyle a eh? it is very important Very. very no important.
0: tabo that's very very good advice which brings us uh to our next question and you've been very good with your time with us tabo so i want to say thank you very much but oh, When you and I first made contact, I said, hey, Tabo, we'd like to sit down on a weekend and have a conversation. Uh But you said, no, Courtney, on Saturdays and Sundays, I run my coaching clinics. Can you Uh tell us about that, please?
1: Uh, Well, um, at the moment, I'm coming from uh, Eastern Cape. I was in the Eastern Cape. since you know that Eastern Cape is another place that has got talent, but uh, it's it's out of a football net. Um, Here in Cape Town, it's just that I'm not given uh, such an opportunity to share what I've got uh, in this brain of mine. uh, So I'm trying to do something there in Langa, where I was born. But even there, hey, my people, they, hey, they, chase me away from the grounds. So I'm in and out, trying to share my football knowledge. So at the moment, at the moment, at the moment, uh, as we are speaking, uh, I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting here with my P license as a coach and an instructor. Uh, But I think there is something that I'm going to be doing uh, with uh, David Nyat. I don't know whether you remember David Nyat. Oh, Dangerous darkies, left back. David Nyat, St. Gallen in in Switzerland.
0: Don't. Hey, too. What a player.
1: So he has organized me to do something here in Cape Town. I think um, there is an academy that I'm going to be involved in. Uh, uh, let me wait and see when I'm there, then I'm going to give you a ring and tell you that uh, I am doing that. But hey, unlucky for me, hey, I'm telling you, my man, I would love to share what I've got on my mind, but hey, people who have uh, done a quarter of what I've done in football, they are in and out in these uh, programs, in these football programs. I don't know whether I've got bad luck or what, maybe this thing of me being harassed, I I don't know. But I would love to share what I've got, and uh, I think I've got plenty of things that I could share uh, with the youngsters so that they can uh, go further with football.
0: I will say this to you, Tabum Gomeni. you are a respected legend in football, We know that uh, the right opportunity will come and will present itself to you. We wish you nothing but the best. Thank you very, very much for talking to us today, giving us your wise words, your encouragement, but also your advice for young footballers wanting to move forward. I want to say thank you to you.
1: Uh, Thank you to you, Ed uh, Courtney. Uh, for giving me this chance of sharing what I've got. Man. Um, I, hope, I hope that can play a, a big part in, in the youth that are coming there in the, in the football.
0: And if you want to follow us, if you want to listen more to our podcast, please get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on YouTube, follow us, otw underscore podcast we are out there for our supporters. We are out there working for you. We hope you have a beautiful day. Tabo, thank you so much.